Hi, guys. Welcome back to the Pretty Nerds podcast. This is your girl, Nay. And this is your girl, Fallon Deanne. All right. So, Fallon Deanne, how's everything been going for you? It's been going. Um, tired as usual. <laughs> but it's been going. How about yourself? Uh, pretty good, you know. Um, good things. Finally getting back in. Well, I've been in the gym, but I haven't been focused on my diet. So I'm really trying to pressure myself to focus hardcore on my diet so I can get the results that I 100% desire. Like I'm 100 like laser focused now on my diet portion because I got the gym portion down, but I got to really laser focus in on my diet so I can meet my finally meet my goals this year. So I got a question for you. Are you still vegan? So no, um, I still okay. don't. I still don't eat like a ton of meat. But I found that being vegan now, nothing against to all of the people who are vegan because it's super healthy lifestyle, and I have no like really negative complaints about it. Um, it's just that in order for me to meet. <clears throat> in order for me to meet the goals that I'm looking for body wise, I just wasn't able to do it. Like I, um, when you're being, when you're vegan, you tend to have to eat a lot of carbs and my body just can't sustain that. Like I can't, I ate way too much carbs and I gained a lot more weight than when I just ate, you know, was just eating meat. So yeah. that's why I switched back. I still don't eat a shit ton of meat. Um, I still, eat plant-based pretty much I want to say you know three you know three two or three times a week basically but um you know I did add some meat back in there just so that I could cut down on my carb consumption okay yeah well welcome back to the dark side no oh yeah I'm back I'm back up yeah I'm back out here in these streets so now when I go out to eat, I can eat regular stuff and I don't have to be so picky. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I feel like I need a vacation do-over. Absolutely. Me too. <laughs> okay. 100% agree with you because there are some definite, definite, definite things that I would like to try that I didn't get to experience last time. <laughs> <laughs> But anywho, so let's go ahead and jump into these hot topics for this week. Pretty nerds. 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 I guess just to, I guess, start off light, which I'm excited for. I know people talk about him like bad, and we have as well. But Safari and Erica Mina, they welcome their baby girl. I mean, he seems so excited. I'm like, oh, I'm excited for them. Absolutely. And I'm like, I, I do it for the show, whatever. But I don't know. I'm just hoping everything worked out for them. And it feels so genuine. It doesn't feel like it was like rushed or anything like that. So I'm I mean, excited. For you're them. absolutely correct. They genuinely seem like they're in love and like they like each other. They fit. I mean, listen, we've seen otter couples. So, you know. The baby was cute. They seem happy with it. Salute to them. We're always going to congratulate on babies. 
I know. <laughs> but that was, I think, the lightest thing that I had for this week. <laughs> <laughs> um, a simple, quick, a simple, quick mention: New York Fashion Week is going on. Um, yeah, <laughs> I don't really have any hot takes. Like, from that. I don't know if you Rihanna's outfit, like the orange. I didn't really. Mm, I didn't like it. And I guess I think it was the makeup that I didn't really like. No. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. I don't know. Um, People, a lot of people have been saying that they haven't been feeling Rihanna's style as of late. I personally think she's just growing and maturing and she's trying to find, because I mean, we all, we all know it. Your body is completely different from, you know, from teens to the twenties into your thirties, like shit changes, shit, it becomes completely different. Your hips get bigger. Some people's hips get smaller. Some people get more boobs. Don't get like, I ain't gonna lie. Like I have never had boobs in my life. And I feel like now that I'm in my thirties, I didn't went up like two cup sizes or at least a cup size and a half. And I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do with these? I don't want these. Boobs. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so <laughs> needless to say, I feel her pain. Cause I have no idea. I'm like, I don't like these boobs. Where do they come from? <laughs> but um, so but yeah. So I just think um, she's still cute to me. I still feel like like, but like you said, sometimes it, you know, I I guess now she's joined the realm of the rest of us, where it's either hit or miss, you know. Yeah. But aside from that, I don't. I mean, I haven't really seen. You haven't really seen a lot of stars or a lot of people showing up for New York Fashion Week. We saw oh, Christian Seriano show had a lot of beautiful people there. Um, Leslie Jones looked gorgeous. Um, all my girl from Pose, I can't remember her name right now. I'm like, I'm blanking on her name, but I adore her. She plays Angel on Pose. She looked gorgeous. Um, just tons. Zendaya is out there looking gorgeous. New York Fashion Week. Um, but yeah, the usual. Yeah. Oh, speaking mm-hmm. of Zendaya, I just found another topic that just popped in my head. Speaking of Zendaya, they are saying that she is rumored to be dating her Euphoria co-star. I think his name is like Jacob something or whatnot. I don't know. I didn't watch Euphoria, but um, yeah. Anyway, if that interests you, because I, I, yeah. But yeah, congrats to them. I mean, I seen a picture of them. They looked cute together. She looked happy. So congrats to them. It is weird, strange, though, that she always seems to be linked to her co-stars. <laughs> <laughs> Other than that, they're cute. So it is what it is. All right. I guess we can jump into the other mess of the week because there's nothing really, I guess, nothing else out there that's really like pressing or that we can talk about as far as hot topics. So I guess we can jump right into the mess that's been going on. You want to kick us off? Yeah. Um so, of course, this past week, I forget what day it was. I feel like it was, was it Tuesday or Wednesday? There was a very short clip that was released um, from an interview of Gail King and Lisa Leslie. Um, Gail King asked Lisa Leslie a question. It was like a, a small follow-up um, in regards to Kobe Bryant's um, sexual assault allegations. I think Leslie did a good job with answering her question. Of course, people were upset that she even asked because he has um, passed away. 
Um, so how did you feel? Because I know you're like a fan. So. so here's my takeaway on it. I wasn't feeling it. I don't like it. I didn't like it at all. So a couple of things. Um, just a sidebar, like you said, I am a huge Kobe Bryant fan. Stated that I told y'all some for some people it's MJ, for some it's LBJ, for me it's Kobe. He's my goat. So huge Kobe Bryant fan. That's number one. Number two, I am not the biggest Gail King fan slash Oprah fan, either one of them. So that's just giving pref uh, you know, just giving some preface before I kind of give my opinion on it. Um, but I did, I do, I will say I don't like, and I definitely can't stand behind or condone all of like the the people getting on there, calling her out her name, the disrespect. Like I, I'll never stand on or be okay with the disrespect and kind of like the disgustingness I've seen thrown at another black, as, at a black woman. Can't stand on that. Can't be okay with it. As a black woman myself, I'd never like to see a black woman being disrespected. So on that regard, I do not like the way that like Snoop Dogg, Bootsy, you know, folks like that have been throwing like the insults and just calling her out her name, like the disrespect and all that. Um, Oprah claims that she was receiving death threats or whatnot. Like all that shit is over the top, ugly, not cool in any shape or regard. As in regards to the interview itself, I didn't like it because... For me, it comes down to the difference between being a good journalist and a bad journalist. To me, a good journalist exercises journalistic integrity. And in exercising journalistic integrity, you have to take into account the current situation, the culture. You have to take into account who you're interviewing. And, you know what I'm saying? And for me, she did none of that. If she if that clip would have been of her sitting down with Carrie Champion, Stephen A. Smith, um, Jamel Hill, and she brought up the the rape charge or the case, I would expect that because they are sports journalists. The majority of them were around during the time of the case. They could speak to it. They understand, you know, what I'm saying they could speak to it better, navigate it better in a more sensitive way. You know what I mean? So I would expect that if she was sitting down with one of them, I wouldn't have batted an eye. But the fact that she was sitting down with Lisa Leslie, who was one of his friends, um, she she's another dominant LA figure, athlete in her own icon in her own right. She wasn't there for that. She wasn't there to speak to, you know, something that in general they could have talked about, brought up to him when he was alive she was there on behalf to speak about the legacy of her friend of her fellow athlete and that's it and to me gail king as a journalist should have exercised journalistic integrity and understood hey this isn't the person to talk to this about to speak to this about this isn't the interview to bring this up in like i said if she was if she was sitting down with jamel hill she was sitting down with Stephen A. Smith, Carrie Champion. I would have been like, okay, I get it. Makes sense. You're going to bring it up. But to sit down with Lisa Leslie, his friend, this part, you know what I'm saying? This person who clearly was not here for that. She was just there in the capacity to speak about her fellow fallen athlete, 
LA icon friend, period. So I just, I didn't, I don't think that it was a good move on her part. Like I, I didn't, I can't respect that part. I didn't like that part of it. What about yourself? Um, I guess I feel a little different um, because I felt like, number one, I think the biggest thing that Leslie had a copy of that interview. It wasn't that she went in blind, like she didn't know that that question was going to be asked. But I think as a friend, that would be the person that I would want someone to ask about something that like a, a such a big blemish in his legacy. And I feel like, okay, who is better to address that than a good friend to be like, no, I don't think it will, you know, blemish. Cause I feel like if you ask someone else, even a sports journalist, they could have went totally, I guess, left. Whereas uh, Leslie kind of stirred it back. Okay, this is the right way that it should go. And this is how I want him to be remembered. Um, so I guess, I don't know, for me, I'm like, I felt like she was the best person to ask because she was so close to him. She's a friend. She saw all of his work that was done afterwards, I guess, to atone for what happened. So I didn't, like, I don't know. I just, I was like, I mean... For me, I was like, I would want someone if I had like something like that in my past that you could Google my name and that came up that I would want my friend to address it because I feel like they would do me justice and not just like a friend or an associate, but like a good friend, a longtime friend that would do me right. And they wouldn't go out there and be like, yeah, I'm just going to run your name out in the mud or I'm just going to say something that could be taken the wrong way. I like the way that Leslie handled it. Um, and I do think it was a question that should have been asked because I'm like, probably not too many people would probably speak on it or even have the opportunity to speak for the family or even Kobe himself, or will it do that? So I'm like, I do think the question should have been asked for the simple fact you can Google it. And when he passed away, that was some of the first things that a lot of journalists or people just in, you know, social media, that was the first thing that they were sharing. And we have a whole generation of young people that only know Kobe as a superstar, as a basketball player. And they don't know that, okay, you know, 17 years ago, this happened. So I'm like, and I think about that, like in reference to either, you know, when you watch shows like Unsung or documentaries, you're like, what? I didn't know that that happened because we weren't there. Um, so I don't know. I just felt like she was the best person to ask. And I put myself like, like I said, if something like that were to happen, I want my friend to speak on it, not just some random person. And see, I mean, I get what you're saying, but at the same time, like I said, I just feel like I would have preferred if it came from, like I said, if, if she would have, if she was sitting down with a sports journalist, someone who was there during the time, who's sensitive to the subject. Like I seen an interview with Jamel Hill where she was, she was on, um, I think it was Tamara Hall's show. And it was fairly recently after that. And she brought it up to Jamel and Jamel pretty much handled it perfectly. She said, yes, some people are, you know, obviously it's going to be brought up. Some people are going to um, saw it as a blemish in his record because they didn't know where they could trust him that they should like Kobe or not like Kobe but at the end of the day the trial happened he was acquitted um he came out moved on atoned for it bubble you know what I'm saying like she to me she handled it perfectly and I just I didn't like the fact that like I said 
I agree with you that sometimes maybe you will want a friend, but I guess in my, if it, if I put myself in the situation, I wouldn't want my friends or family who are grieving me, who are going through that whole situation to even have to be put in those type of predicaments to quote unquote defend me when I'm not here. You know what I mean? Because 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 I I guess I feel like at the end of the day I'm gone, I'm dead, I'm buried. Well, he ain't even buried yet. That's a that's a whole other situation. But at the end of the day, I'm gone. You know, you had 17 years to talk to me about this, bring this up. So why address it to people who love, care about me, and are still currently grieving? I mean, we ain't even weeks off of the situation who are still currently in the process of grieving me you know what I mean yeah but I guess I don't know I feel like at the same time it wasn't like Leslie was shocked that she asked it so I guess that's like my thing too it's like it doesn't seem like she was shocked or like I can't believe you asked it or even she's released like oh I couldn't believe that she asked it or she didn't say that so that's why it made me think that like okay she knew what was going to be asked she was comfortable with answering it I, I don't know. And like I said, I just feel like, and then she agreed to be interviewed. So I just feel, I don't know. I just feel like it, it was a, a question that definitely should have been brought up because people are going to keep bringing it up and dragging it, dragging it, dragging it. Um, so I don't know. I just didn't. And of course, like I said, I just didn't think far as what she received after was totally uncalled for. And you can be upset you can be mad but for you to come out and be like you know calls for violence you call her out of her name Snoop Dogg I was really disappointed absolutely and I know that he's like oh he's you know said you know the word bitch in his rap but I guess I was expecting more maturity from him absolutely I, I like I said I was just super duper disappointed I was like I would never like I wasn't a super big Snoop Dogg fan, but I was like, I would never ever buy anything, listen to anything, participate in anything that he deals with because I'm like, you literally drag this woman for a question. And then it, to me, it goes back to we give, I'm just going to be honest, you give like black men like Kanye so much room for error and mistakes and grace and forgiveness, compassion. And you never call him out of his name. You never call for violence against him. This man wanted uh, bought Whitney's picture of her cabinet for $85,000, put it as an album cover on somebody else's. Like all of these egregious things. And you never spoke out, never said really. You might have typed a caption on Instagram about how it was messed up. And Whitney, by all rights, is a legend. And, but you never did that. But then when you come down to this, it's like, why did you do that? Like, what made you think that it was appropriate? And he was like, I'm speaking. And I saw the half of the little, I guess, cleanup that he was trying to do, which it really wasn't that. He was like, I'm just speaking for the people. No, you're not. Because I'm like, why would you want to speak for people that would really say, oh, you should be dead because you asked that blah, blah, because you have to like, it's going to be asked. And I'm like, just being honest, if it was another journalist of another color, it probably would have been asked way worse than it. It probably would have still went on way longer than what it did. 
So I'm like, for you to like, I, I just didn't like that. I didn't like boost. I didn't like know like the comments on Shade Room and all of that. I'm like, it to me, it really wasn't called for. And I like it. Then we have to get in our head too that she is a journalist. She's an investigative journalist. What I do think the network kind of did push her out, like, I guess, fucked her over. Because I'm like, out of that 30 minute interview, those that's the part that you highlight and then say, hey, we're going to release this. Right, right, right. But okay. I, go ahead. I like that for me. That didn't work. And I'm like, y'all calling for, calling for violence against her. You got all this to say. But I'm like, George, them is still walking around. Happy Dory. Right, right. So I, yeah, I wasn't there for that. Yeah, like I said, I don't. I didn't like the the after effects at all, like the disrespect and the calling her out of her name and all that. But I definitely, like I said, I just couldn't. I couldn't rock with it. I didn't see kind of like the integrity in it. It felt similar to, to me. It felt like a similar move. Like it's something that I would have expected from like a TMZ or you know something like that, like a Daily Mail. Uh, eats even the entertainment you know what I'm saying like it's something that I would expect from a white journalist like I would expect them to have that insensitivity because they don't give a shit they're just looking for the story and everything like that but I guess I just expect from us for us to kind of have that integrity and understand the sensitivity understand the culture as being a part of the culture understanding what he meant to the culture and just having the sensitivity and kind of the no the know of you know the wherewithal to kind of be like okay is this really the right person to ask this question is this how I should ask this question should I even be bringing it up at this point in time that you know what I'm saying before the funeral's even taking place you know what I mean like shit like that I guess that's just kind of where I'm at but I fully agree with you like I don't think that like people going over the top and jumping out the window on it with the death threats and all of the extra shit that they're doing is out of order. Like, black women are not y'all enemies. Stop always attacking them for every, like you say, every little mistake or thing that they make, like the first, you know what I'm saying? The first mistake that they make, people jump down our throats about every little thing. So I'm just, I'm with you on that, on that aspect of it. Like the, the afters of it is just like absolutely ridiculous. Like they got to cut the shit. Like it's 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 unnecessary. It's uncalled for. Let's move on from the situation. Period. And I just want to and and I just want people like I and I I will say this. My time, especially my news feed on uh, Facebook, because it's people that I grew up with, people that I went to school with, people that I work with. So it's mostly black people. We share black news, black stories, and there's nothing wrong with it at all. But kind of leap outside of that and the reason why I say that is because we draw things and be like well no one they didn't interview Harvey Gail didn't do that to Harvey Weinstein and it's like first of all the man has to interview uh agree to an interview since he has been on trial he has not interviewed with one person Gail Oprah anybody else not one person and that's probably because his attorneys is like be quiet but we also have to take into the account she did interview his his victims. She did interview his attorney and she did not let up on that lady, which she is a horrible person, by the way. 
but she didn't let up on her like she went in and coddled her like oh blah. she went in on her but i'm like those are not the things that we see or we see like oh uh harvey weinstein doesn't have any coverage of his uh trial and i'm like what rock have you been hiding under and it lets me know that you only draw news maybe from the shade room or ball alert and again it's nothing wrong from getting news from there but his trial is on tv every day or people like oh no one dragged kirk douglas and he's passed away and i'm like what part of twitter have you been on because they have dragged Kirk Douglas over Natalie Wood and she didn't even say yes or no. He actually did it from what I read. So I'm like, just go outside of that. So that way, at least if you upset about it, which is rightfully so, I can understand fans being upset, people just upset that maybe it wasn't the time. But just be like, I'm upset about it. But I don't think, I, I don't know. I just don't get this whole, they're trying to drag black men down because I'm like, yeah, I don't like the, I don't, and you know that I'm not a fan of that either. I do not like the, the whole comparison aspects of, well, why don't, you know, well, why don't they talk about white men or why don't they do the, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't like the comparison aspects and all that shit like that. Stick to, you know what I'm saying? Stick to the topics at hand. One case is not the same as the other you know what I'm saying the situations ain't the same as the other let's 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 cut that shit let's cut the oh you can't talk about R. Kelly if you're not gonna talk about so-and-so we're not gonna do that we're not gonna do that no oh well Harvey Weinstein did this so we should for no fuck that R. Kelly still what R. Kelly is we not riding with him ever period so you know what I'm saying like let's let's that's what I mean like let's not um you know like you said, I uh, definitely agree with you as far as like people getting a news sources like, please go beyond Instagram in the shade room and all of that. Please go beyond that for your news. If you're if you are really concerned, like you claim you are, please step outside of just the 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 entertainment news outlets for your news you know what I mean step outside of that and get your news from other other outlets before you you know go in and make all of the yo comments and assumptions and all of that jazz um but but like again but again let's cut the comparisons and all this and shit like that because one one person's bad behavior don't you know I'm saying negate another person's bad behavior and that's why I still ask that question all the time. It's like, so do you want to be on par with despicable white behavior and be like, oh, since Harvey's getting off, which they have literally thrown everything at that man except the kitchen sink. Yeah. I don't get what people are like, oh, he getting off. And I'm like, he's still no, on trial. He's not. I'm like, he literally still on trial. And the fact that the trial, I think the defense just started a couple of days ago. And think about how long that trial has gone on. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you can definitely see his decline. Like, I'm not going to knock it. And I'm like, they are not letting up. And I know we all sit and be like, oh, white people don't drag. I'm like, no white people be dragging the hell out of him. Yeah. And don't he have right after, and don't he after, because he has this case in New York, don't he have another case pending in L.A.? I think so. So I'm like, he's not, even if he gets, and I was like, that's why I feel like I'm like, somewhere is going to get him caught up somewhere. 
So I'm like, I that's why I'm just like when people like they not even showcasing this. And I'm like, where are you watching news? Because I'm like, it's like live every day. Yeah. He in court. <laughs> he in court. He go right here. So I'm like, and I'm like, it's a pretty hot case that people are waiting on. I'm like, it's just the trial is taking long. It really didn't take long. Once it came out and all of his victims came, you know, to the forefront, it really didn't take long for them to charge him. When you really look at the grand scheme of things, I'm like, it was like almost like, boom, these people come forward. Let's go ahead and charge. Exactly. So I'm like, it really didn't. Y'all acting like it took R. Kelly long. And y'all will still get on the internet and cry over R. Kelly. Like, Ooh, it, it wasn't, you know, facts. And even when people, another issue that I have, and I put on my status on Facebook, and people like, well, Jay Z is not a journalist, but they're calling for Oprah to interview Harvey Weinstein, which he hasn't agreed to because of her proximity. They weren't the only people that he took pictures with or that he was close with in Hollywood. Y'all forget that these people are literally a circle. They hang around each other because it's not like, oh, he just picked over. I'm like, it was a circle. And think about how big his company is. He didn't just represent or was in cahoots with Oprah. He was represented in cahoots with other black celebrities. I'm like, but you don't call for them to be like, oh, because you was in close proximity with them. You should be able to get close to him and get word about what he does. No. And I'm like, that man is probably tight-lipped because he know anything you can say in court will be held against you. Robert was a fool. And I'm just going to be honest, even though he is guilty as hell, he was a fool for agreeing to the interview. Absolutely. You are correct. So I'm like, I, I don't. And I was like, he was irrational. He was emotional. He was not prepared. I, I don't know what y'all was expecting. And I'm like, no one. And I'm like, even again, when it comes down to black women, there is no forgiveness, no room for error, no room for bad judgment. It's automatically less counsel. You're trash. You're against a black man. But and can we can we can we stop that narrative too? Because I am so sick. I am so sick of that. Nar- I'm so sick of that narrative on both sides. Okay, I am tired of y'all with this narrative of, um, you know, black women are so against black men and black uh, men are so against black women because facts be true like i don't know what black men and women y'all hang around but the black men and women that i surround myself with and that i run into and that i'm around that i we not that's not the case we not having these conversations we not do most of that shit takes place on social media sites and i would like people to understand that social media if you think of it like in a statistics way or like in a mathematical way Social media is what we call the outlier. So it's it's not the majority. It's not what most people think. It's the outlier. It's random ass people and random ass shit that, you know what I'm saying? It's it's not what the average black person is thinking. It's just random ass people who, in all honesty, are just trying to get a reaction, go viral, or more than likely are just trolls who probably ain't even black, if we're going to be completely honest. So let's yeah. cut the bullshit. <laughs> That's try not to like unless I know the person but that also goes down to I don't have a wide range of friends on Facebook for that very reason because I'm like we get so caught up in arguing that and you be like who is this person that even shared this meme or shared this picture or paragraph or whatever and you just so caught up in 
you know, going back and forth with each other, trying to prove that you're right. But I just, it's just like this whole narrative. I'm like, it'd be different if maybe they were real life going behind people or going at people that didn't have, like R. Kelly is scum. And when people even like, they trying to bring him down because, and, I, and going back to Snoop Dogg, even when he said at the end, free Bill Cosby, I'm like, what? Child. So, <laughs> at the end, so what are you really mad about? Ooh, child, look. I'm like, y'all are real mad at this, and you get on here on Beyonce's internet and get in the end, say free Bill Cosby. This man admitted to giving women pills while he's fully sober and then having sex with them. So, where do you get where's the consent? Like, I. Mm. <sighs> Girl, a hot mess, needless to say. But anywho, yeah. so let's jump to, because um, I don't think we talked about it last week. Um, and this is going to lead up to our Nikki versus Meek conversation. Um, basically, the Super Bowl, Super Bowl happened last week, last weekend, and there was a whole bunch of shit going down <laughs> during that whole situation. Um, there was a whole, it was a whole lot of shenanigans going on. Um, we saw, um, your girl Meg the Stallion and g Easy out here in these streets looking real comfortable. People was in their feelings. Speaking of which, that's, I really wanted to, before we jump into Nikki versus Meek, because that's where I'm going next. Um, um, first and foremost, your thoughts on the Super Bowl halftime or Super Bowl in general, Super Bowl halftime? I mean, I didn't really care. Um, I mean, even people with the backlash, like, oh, we saw but I'm like, y'all ain't like, y'all ain't never seen nobody cheeks before. And I'm like, it's the Super Bowl halftime. It's not supposed to be damn Sesame Street. Move on. Find y'all something better to complain about. Um, I really didn't watch it. I just looked at like the review. Um, and I'm not a fan of J Lo at all. So yeah. exactly, I'm with you. I just, I'm just, I just wanted to see if if there was any other take. Cause like for me, I was like that wasn't a show for me. You know, I don't, I don't care. You know, definitely. Like I said, I am not a fan of Jennifer Lopez at all. Y'all know my feelings on Jennifer Lopez. Okay, I feel like she is one of the biggest culture vultures ever ever to exist on planet earth um so i'm definitely not a fan of jennifer lopez at all well what a book that people what i don't get it when people like she got but i'm like i'm confused i'm like i don't get it like at all (laughs) you and me like she has a nice hair I was like, I wouldn't take that away from her. She's in very good shape. But, okay. I don't know. <laughs> Perplexed. She, I mean, she don't, she, hey, listen. So, yeah. yeah. I don't, I, I'm, I'm with you. I've never understood where the whole obsession with her, her butt has been. You know, like you said, she does have a, a amazing figure. But aside from that, I don't, I don't get it either. Okay. But I really feel like she should have had Ashanti out there. To sing some yeah, of them, I mean, to sing a couple of them hooks. Songs you get. 
But anywho. <laughs> exactly. Um, also from Super Bowl, like I said, Meg the Stallion, G E Z. I didn't understand what people's issue about it was. Like, so what? Meg I, Meg is out here living life, doing her thing. Um, I will say, um, I saw a bunch of like comments and people I saw two sets of comments. I saw people who were saying Meg needs Meg drinks too much. She needs to slow. Basically, people thinking that they her doctors or psychologists and saying that she's drinking a lot because she's struggling from her loss of her mom and she drinking too much and she need to chill, blah, 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 blah. Then, of course, I saw the other comments of oh, black women out here praising another black sister being with a white dude. But when a black dude do it, blah, 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 blah. So um. What is what is your take on on those two situations? Um, I feel like when it comes down to her driving the boat, it's literally a shot of liquor, even if it's a shot, because it's not like she's just pouring, 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 pouring. And you only see that when she's at shows. And I'm like, she can't drink that much. And her stomach is that flat. We just going to be 100 percent honest. Mm hmm. So I'm like, for you going to be like, oh, she drinks too much, but sir, you see her take a shot at a show. I, I don't, I don't get that. And I'm like, again, yeah, no. So I'm like, and you don't see her drinking any other time. And I, I want to say if she's not vegan, I know at one point she was. Mm-hmm. So from what I've seen her, she takes very good care of herself. She has a very good diet and you see her take a shot or two on the stage doing a show or when she's, you know, posting, posting. something on Instagram for likes, which we don't know when it was done. Yeah. We just know, Hey, she posted it today. Um, and with her and G's, I'm like, I had already, and I was like, this is like some, they got a song or something coming out. This is like promo. Um, and I just hate that people, every time they see somebody link up or they go to dinner, even in their case, they share like a little moment, which was playful. It's like, oh, she got to be with him and they got to be, I don't know. I just, interracial relationships don't really do it for me. Did I see people like, oh yeah, get it made, you know, whatever. I didn't see them like far as get it because he was a white dude. It was just more like, you know, you, you at her having fun. So I don't know. I like for me, um, for me, as far as the drinking thing is concerned, I'm so, like I said, I'm so sick of these, um, internet psychologists and, and, and doctors and shit telling people how, um, uh, about how they have drinking problems and psychological problems, shit like that. Okay, just because you are on the internet does not make you qualified to be somebody doctor or a psychologist. Cut the shit. Okay, that's number one. And then as far as like you you said with the interracial relationships and shit like that, my whole my whole take or my big thing is is again like I am so sick and tired of people taking the shit that happens on the internet and applying it to everything and everybody. Newsflash, if Black folks really gave a fuck about interracial relationships, there wouldn't be so many of them. Like, it wouldn't be, you know what I mean? If Black people really gave a fuck, like, if Black women really cared 
about black men dating outside their race or vice versa. If black men really care about black women dating outside their race, interracial relationships wouldn't be so popular. Like people, people really just don't give a fuck. And so just because you see some trolls and shit on the internet starting all that race bait bullshit, stop applying that to real life and getting it, especially, especially to like to you know celebrities and people who have platforms and shit stop getting on your fucking platform and spewing that bullshit because it's just that it's bullshit black women don't give a fuck if black men are dating outside their race and black men do not give a fuck if black women are dating outside their race so cut the bullshit and and stop with all all of that shit stop getting on your platform spewing the nonsense because that shit irritates the fuck out of me that's all I want to say. <laughs> um, now to the moment we've all been waiting for. Nikki versus Meek. We saw them have their little tit for tat in the store. Um, and then that happened what a couple, I want to say over a week or so ago, two weeks ago, whatever. Then we get to Super Bowl weekend. Nikki basically returns to social media. She's serving all these looks. She looked like she having a good time. The next thing you know, we have this Nikki versus Meek shit. And that shit got ugly. Um, It started, I guess, with Meek liking or tweeting something about Nikki's husband. Then Nikki just went completely off. Um, It ended with him dragging her or talking about her brother's trial to her talking about him beating on women. Needless to say, it got nasty and ugly. What was your take on it? Um, I guess my biggest, like one of the big things is for both of y'all in elder relationships, what the f- why y'all get this energy like this to even be going back and forth to each other um that's one of my biggest things and then of course when you break it down it's like Mika of course you got a big fan base it's gonna be called out if you like retweet um anything about Nikki Nikki husband like just why even do it bro and then I felt like what he said when he was like well I need to stop arguing because my girl got a hope I would be pissed off if you on here on the internet arguing with your ex-girlfriend like why you got all this energy towards this and even for Nikki who's like why you got all this energy then y'all putting out business in the street that I mean I don't it was just to me I'm like bro y'all what's wrong y'all gotta chill so for me I just I thought it was immature on both ends like I didn't like it like I'm with you I didn't understand I even going back to when they had the altercation in the store, I don't understand if I don't fuck with you and you don't fuck with me. We don't even need to interact. Do you know what I'm saying? Like we like you said, where is all this energy coming from on both ends? Like if we don't fuck with each other, we don't fuck with each other. Why? Why all this interaction? And I'm like, I'm with you. Like Meek has to know what he's doing. He knows you have this fan base. You have all these people. They're going to be watching your page, watching your likes, this, that and the other. So why do it if if not ch- just to get under her skin, to bug her? Because you know they her fans, they're whatever, all them little stands gonna get down there like tweeting her. about it. 
right there. Oh, Nikki, do you see what he out here doing? Woo, woo, woo. And then that's going to set her off, which it did. And my second takeaway or the thing that I did not like is I didn't like on the part of Nikki where she was throwing, the, throwing out the accusations of him beating her um, because of the simple fact that I feel like if y'all, you know what I'm saying, when you're in a battle and stuff like that, don't don't throw out them type of accusations, especially if you're not going to do anything with, with it. You know what I'm saying? If you're not going to do nothing to kind of back it up, you ain't pursuing no charges or anything. Like, it just seems like you are throwing out accusations in order to bring out, you know, because we because, you know, us, if we if we hear somebody's getting beat on, we gonna be outraged and we going in and we talking, you know what I'm saying? So don't throw out those accusations. And then I do not like how Nikki, I'm, I'm sorry, how Meek threw the accusation or the, the talk about her brother. Yeah. Um, I've, I haven't liked that in general period coming from any of any of the people, because I feel like Nikki is not her brother. The disgusting things that her brother did are not, her, you know what I'm saying? Aren't, on her plate that's his issues that's the shit he got to deal with that's why his ass is in prison but for people to constantly throw that on her name i don't i don't get it i don't like it and i don't understand it i don't get why and like you and it it, it, it also comes back to with with women because i don't understand why when it's a girl or when it's a female we throw those type of accusations around how many dudes out here got dudes who you know you know they didn't committed some type of illegal crime maybe kill somebody but you still running yeah, around talking free that free my nigga right you know what i'm saying you still out here putting money on their books you still out here paying for their lawyers and shit so that's why i don't understand you know what i'm saying because people were like well she did pay for his attorney and how many of that's her brother i mean i don't agree with it like for me i would have been like nah fuck you I ain't I ain't coming off my coin. Do deal with that shit. I will say, and I, I and what I feel in, in they regard is if she didn't do it, the mama would have done it, and yeah. they would have gone out of the mama pocket, which Nikki would have still had to replace. Yeah, which is like so. And I think for the most part, the mama name is on most of the papers, yeah. which you probably know Nikki financed, but shit, it was gonna come from her regardless because it's like. I'm not going to let my mama sink and her mama probably feel like, okay, even if he going to jail, that's my son. Right. That's my son. And let's at least get him a fighting chance. And I can't, me personally, I'm not a parent. So I can't say, I can say now, like I wouldn't do that, blah, blah, blah. But I can't say, okay, I wouldn't want to give my son a fighting chance to be like, okay, at least he have. You know, maybe he get to choose the facility that he's in. Yeah. Like we, I mean, we see it every day. Right. So I'm like, I'm not going to knock that. And I'm not going to knock her for being like, okay, at least let him go in there with a defense team. Because we know how DAs and all of that get down. So I'm like, I I don't know. I was like, I'm kind of torn on that one because it's still, like I said, she still would have financed it either way. Yeah, but I but I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't understand the hypocrisy of people. Because, like I said, y'all niggas out here every day knowing your man did some foul ass illegal shit. Talking about free my homie, put money on his books, paying for his attorney. What is the difference? Yeah, seventeen murders under his belt for sure, for sure. 
and y'all still be out here free my nigga. You to raise bail money. You got attorneys. All of this. Exactly. And so for, only thing we know is that she got an attorney. Yeah. And for exactly. what he did, he was gonna need one. Yeah. Yeah. So it ain't like she went out and hired, you know, the best of the best. Exactly. Man. But but like I said, I just don't like that they threw they throw yeah. a net against her because she is not her brother. She didn't commit the crime. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I don't like that at all. But anywho, um, that's really all the hot topics I have for this week. What about you? Anything else? All right. So then let's jump into the relationship topics for this week. All right. I guess mine, um, yeah, XO Nicole. But the title of the article was basically Love is Love for Black Women Who Choose Love of a Color. Um, and I just, I guess I've seen it like recently, just like more prevalent in like the media and commercials and all know with like interracial dating or um, it's not just like this black man, black woman thing anymore. Um, so do you feel pressure to like date outside your race with all of this new imagery that's popping up? No. <laughs> <laughs> No, <laughs> um, I'm. I mean, I'm not influenced by things in that way in regard in that type of regard. So those type of things would never kind of like, um, you know, push me one way or the other. Um, I will say that as I get older, um, and I don't, you know, and I'm trying to kind of decide. Because I think as you get older, you you know, if you don't, you haven't met certain, <clears throat> I'm sorry, <clears throat> you haven't met certain like life goals or whatnot, or in in regards to like your romantic relationships, your ideals on your romantic relationships and things like that start to change. So I will say that maybe as I get older, I you know am becoming more open to different possibilities, um, but. And I guess, I mean, I've never, I guess I've never kind of really been closed off to dating interracially. I just never have, honestly. Just never found a dude that I was like, oh, yeah, let me do that. But I don't, I mean, again, who knows? But no, <laughs> I don't, I don't feel any, any pressure one way or the other. You know what I mean? What about yourself? If you were still single. <laughs> <laughs> say for me it was no and I've always I guess my biggest thing I always knew I was like it has to be a black man um whether he was like black American that was always up for like discussion um but it has to be a black man and that's because I want black children um evolutionary um so it, it does, it has to be black, black. Like, even when I saw, like, it pop up at first, and I felt like, I will say this, um, with interracial dating, when it comes to black women, I felt like it skipped a step where it went from, oh, here are, like, a few sprinkle images of, like, a black man and black woman, then boom, it's, like, black women with everybody. It's like, hold on, stop, rewind, 
can we get, you know, positive imagery of black women with black men and, you know, like happiness? Can we get them on like the box of Pampers, Cheerio commercial? And it just like skipped and just went interracial in like a short time span. So I was really, I was like, okay, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, but other than like pressure, no. Um, I don't know. It just, it, he has to be black for me. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> I mean, like I said, for me, like so many things in my pool are starting to change. Like, I, I mean, I'm even getting to the stage where I'm like, mm. Uh, am I even gonna get married now? Like, I might not even get married. I might just like say fuck it and stay single and just have me a maintenance couple maintenance men. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I, you know, it is what it is at this point. Um, you know, but um, but yeah, like I'm with. I mean, I've never, never felt any pressure one way or the other. So. Yeah. I mean, commercials and all that. I think that I think that the reason it's occurring, though, is because like if you see all these little studies or whatever of what people what humans are going to look like in like 20, 50, 60, blah, blah, blah. It's more of like a mixture. Like the I guess the, the, the photo they always show is like it's like a mixed person of all these different kind of ethnicities or whatever like that. So I'm I'm assuming that maybe that's why we're starting to see more prevalence of just like interracial everything. Um, but yeah, I don't, who cares? I mean, I, I really, honestly, I don't, I honestly don't think that imagery in that way has a major effect on people. Cause if we look at the kind of the numbers, um, you know, black men and black women are still predominantly marrying black men and black women. You know what I mean? Like they still have a, very high marriage rate amongst black men and black women. So I don't think it really affects one way or the other. I think that if anything, it it leads to kind of like those nonsensical debates just because people don't, like you said, consume their news or their, (laughs) their information from outside of entertainment sites. So, Yeah. Yeah. Um, so for me, um, it's not, it's less of a relationship question, but sort of kind of relates to relationships. Um, but it is kind of like a lifey question as well. My question is what thing or things make you feel the most confident as a person? Mm. I don't and it doesn't have to be anything like super deep either. It could be like surface, superficial too. <laughs> I would say I'm going to be, I would say for me, love, happiness, and money. <laughs> um, it's like those is when, like, it's when I feel more, most confident in life. Like, cause I feel like, like everything else like comes with it. So it's just natural. Um, but that would be when I feel most confident. Yeah. Okay. So for me, it's like a mixed, like, um, my, is like some superficial shit and then some shit that's going to be like, that might be deep to some people. So superficially things that make me feel the most confident as a woman in general, my hoop earrings and having my nails and toes done. 
Like, if I have my nails and toes done and I have my hoop earrings, I feel like I can conquer the world. Like, I just be out here in these streets. Like, my hair could be all over the place. I could have no makeup on. But, bitch, if I got them hoop earrings on, <laughs> okay, I'm still out here. I still pull your man, okay? But, um, and then, like, and then, like, on, like, a more deeper level, um, I would say also um, having you know, my income, having enough money to be able to support myself and provide for me so that when I do, like you said, like when I come to the table, whoever I'm with can recognize, hey, she got her own. So I need to at least be at that standard or at that level. Um, and also just being well, you know, well-traveled and well-read and stuff like that. Like I try to like I said, I tried to read. I haven't been doing it as much as I should currently because I am figuring out, um, thinking about going back to school and all that. So I'm trying to kind of go through all of that mess and figure out, you know, balance it out if it's worth it because I don't have any student loan debt. If I want to try, you know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm figuring all of that shit out and that's a lot. So I haven't had the time to kind of sit down and, and read like I should, but those things make me feel the most confident because if you're well-read, well-traveled, you always can have good conversations with pretty much anybody from any type of walk of life. Huh. All right. Um, so that's all I have for relationships today. Anything else you want to add or? No. All right. So um, any, like, before I give the nerd moment of the week, any like new music, TV, blah blah blah, anything like that that you want to talk about, bring up, address? Um, uh, nothing for music. I have started the Who Killed Malcolm X documentary on Netflix. Um, I'm probably like the first episode in, and I guess what sticks out to me, um, just being just this one episode in, is that how him and Martin both knew that they were kind of at their final stages in life before they were assassinated. Um, And I guess like, to me, that's like a spiritual connection um, that you have to have and that you're okay with it because it both seem like, listen, I'm okay with this and I'm just going to carry on until it's my final time. Because even listening to like the Malcolm, it's like he could have went home. Um, he could have chose not to do it and he really wasn't even feeling well. So it, it makes me like really sit down and think like both of these, they literally were not feeling well. And I even think on a, that was more than just a physical thing. I just think mentally, emotionally, all of that, they just were, both of them were not feeling well, where they probably should have been, you know, more focused on themselves and their health and being, you know, healthy that they just kept going into like, listen, this is, this is it. Um, so I guess that's like really just really stuck out to me. Um, with just watching those documentaries. So. Man, I saw that pop up on my, um, on my thing. And I was like, Ooh, I gotta be in a certain, I gotta be in a certain place cause to, to watch the, to watch it. Cause man, Whenever I watch certain things, it puts me in certain moods. So I was like, I got to be in a certain place to start it and watch it. But I definitely, I will finish it before the end of Black History Month. That is for sure. <laughs> and it, like, it's, 
I've always, I think with Martin, it was, I mean, with Malcolm, it's more of a mystery than Martin because we know with Martin, even before the FBI came and took um, responsibility, we knew like, bro, this is all government. Mm-hmm. Whereas with Malcolm, you like, you don't know if it was government, nation of Islam. You don't know if it was nation of Islam and the government is like, hey, you did us, you know, a justice and we'll kind of let it go. Like, it, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> yeah. I'm 100% with you. So definitely, it's definitely going to be a good watch. So keep us posted. Keep watching it. I'm going to probably pick it up sometime either during this week or next week. But keep us posted. Let us know as you continue on through the series, your thoughts on it. Because I'm definitely interested. Definitely. Will do. Um, So for me, I'm going to go ahead and jump into the nerd moment of the week. Um, last week I talked about the October faction on Netflix and I forgot to kind of give in my review, I forgot to give a grade to it. Um, the grade I will give it, I give it a solid B, um, because again, um, I liked that the episodes weren't like a full hour. Um, I like the, um, that we obviously we had some uh, black leads. I enjoyed, um, obviously a black director and director X. I love to see when people transition to, from different, you know, from fields, start as a music, famed music director. And now he's kind of moving into television and movies. So salute to him on that. Um, the reason I gave it a B is because again, it started out a little slow for me and also because it was predictable. And when I say that, I say that to say that I think even somebody who isn't like me, um, who watches supernatural stuff all the time, sci-fi down, you know what I'm saying? I feel like they would have picked up on, even if you're not into stuff like that, if you sit down and watch it, I think you would pick up on, pick up on the story real quick and kind of be like, okay, yeah, this is kind of, I know what's going to happen. It's kind of predictable. Um, and then, um, this week I watched Lock and Key, um, which is another television, which is another program on Netflix. It's based on a graphic novel as well. Um, really, it's really, really, it was really, really, really good. I was shocked that I was going to enjoy it because te- I generally do not enjoy um, enjoy television programs with like younger like teenage kids and all that stuff like that like it's not my favorite because I feel like sometimes they can get a little cheesy and teeny boppy but I definitely give this one a solid a um because it was just good it was suspenseful it was good like it kept me engaged throughout the throughout the whole like 10 episodes I was engaged um and I will say that Unless for for me, I figured out because there's a twist in it. Um, I figured out the twist, but again, I'm I watch a shit ton of supernatural sci-fi stuff, and I feel like if somebody who doesn't kind of isn't into that stuff watched it, they would have gotten to the end and be like, "Oh my god!" They wouldn't have figured it out like the twist or anything like that. I'm not gonna spoil it for you guys, but definitely if you get the time to check it out, it's really good. Like it's susp- it'll keep you engaged throughout the whole story because you'll be like what the fuck like did that really happen blah 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 but it was the the kid aspect of it because like they have like a a younger brother and all that that part is a little irritating just because kid badass kids and 
and movies and TV irritate the hell out of me. But <laughs> other than that, it was a really, really good series. Um, and that is it for me. That's my nerd moment of the week. Um, anything else on, on your end, Fallon? Nothing else for me. All right. So just lastly, I want to thank you guys for listening to the Pretty Nerds podcast. Remind you to go to our YouTube uh, YouTube channel, Pretty Nerds Podcast, and subscribe. Um, we will be having some exclusive content just for the YouTube channel. So make sure you are subscribed to that. Um, make sure you visit the website, prettynerdspodcast.com. That is nerds with the Z. Um, just to get more Pretty Nerds content and, you know, keep up with this in, all, in general. Um, so, again, thank you guys for listening. And I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. Bye, guys. Good night.